For more, let's cross over now to Simon Marks in Washington, D.C. So, Simon, how much of a deterrence would a verbal warning from the U.S. have on China, given that you know, Beijing has so far stayed pretty ambiguous on the situation? Um, could Washington do more on this issue at this point in time? It's very hard to read all of this because the Chinese are adamant that the claim that they have offered military assistance to the Russians is misinformation. Uh, and the White House on the record today and even off it would not be drawn uh, on the situation, even though we've had multiple reports that the State Department sent warnings to America's partners and allies in Europe and Asia, claiming that Moscow had asked Beijing for support and that that support was offered. So all we know is that there were more than seven hours of what U.S. officials say were intense and candid conversations uh, in Rome between National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan and Yang Jiechi, uh, and that the White House says it will not use the media to communicate with the Chinese. But it is clear that the U.S. is warning Beijing of reprisals if, as the State Department spokesman put it on Monday, Beijing seeks to compensate China for its losses. So there was definitely tougher language being used today about Beijing uh, than we were hearing even just a week ago. Uh, the conversation here, though, is going to change again soon, because on Wednesday morning here in the U.S., uh, President Volodymyr Zelensky of Ukraine will make a speech by video link to a joint session of Congress. And he's likely to put more pressure on the United States to get him the assistance he says he needs, uh, including, no doubt, doubtless calling again for more weapons uh, and that no-fly zone that the United States and NATO is still unwilling to grant him. Many moving parts. Simon, thank you for helping us understand that. Simon Marks, live in Washington, D.C.